Brian here. Uh, Bruce and Greg's on vacation. I'm on vacation starting Monday, and it'll be five days. I, uh, I'll confirm it, but I believe, uh, I think Victoria Taft, right? Yeah, Victoria Taft in for the week. She's great. Uh, and you know what? I'll text her. Maybe we'll talk to her in the 8 o'clock hour. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Producer Brady in, and do you, are you a Netflix guy? I have Netflix. I watch it. Have you heard of the phenomenon of Xflix? That Netflix is identifying all these accounts that people give their username and login to, and and the phenomena of breaking up with someone yet still using their Netflix account. Oh, yeah, we're talking about that. And so, um, and or you know, divorce or whatever, or letting your brother in college, you know, have your username and. And all that because Netflix is seeing that, wait a minute, you're logged in here and you're logged in 3,000 miles away. But they also know, well, I'm traveling. You know, it's at home. So they're not, they don't, they just don't have the wherewithal, the resources to, ch- to chase that down. Um, and, and, and it's, what is it now? 1099 a month? Around that, right? Uh, I, okay. I, I think it's worth it. Okay, I'm, I'm redoing my Peaky Blinders and all that. Well, today the gray man is out and I'm not going to play the, trailer uh, uh ryan gosling and captain america guy uh and and it's a it's a spy action thriller and the whole thing and i had heard that it was when you just hear the reviews when you know i wouldn't let critics see something a week before it's available to the to the public but uh, they do and the reviews that I was reading was, ah, it's a little cute for its own sake. And it's the Russo brothers that did all the, the final Avengers movies. And it's, so it's all explosions. And, you know, you have to walk in slow motion away from the explosion, all that. So it comes out uh, tonight, uh, today at midnight. So it's, you know, whatever, seven hours old. Uh, actually, nine, I guess it came out at 9 p.m. Or t- I could have watched it last night. But anyway, it's got a 50% audience uh, tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes. But it's got a ninety percent audience score, so that that tells me the, that I'm going to get home and watch it. And that, and like, if, if I saw that, I might not spend money on its opening day to go see the movie, but I'll go sit down and take my shoes off and watch it in the in the darkness of my living room, um, surrounded by uh, uh, dogs and varmints um, and all that. <clears throat> uh, you know, it has a and, and this and here, here's the thing. Um, Okay, so critics say fifty percent. Anything fifty percent or lower is that green splat. Here's a here's a movie that's out. Ninety three percent critics like it. My donkey, my lover, and I. And and guess what? It's a rom com. <laughs> it's just not not the <clears throat> not the uh, menage a trois I was I was hoping for. But uh, anyway, it's a comedy romance, and it's just released. And I'm sure there's subtitles because. But anyway, so Gray Man for me, I'm, and I'm kidding when I say that it's um, there's America before the Gray Man, America after the Gray Man. Uh, by the way, uh, immediate impact on the worldwide grain market, which is very, very much like the worldwide oil market, um, even though there are different kinds of wheat and some countries prefer some kinds of wheat to, to others, uh, like in, in the world's most productive uh, farmland in the Palouse. Uh, they they grow the soft winter, which is a favorite of Pakistan. So um, maybe those 190 million people 
who are overwhelmingly Muslim and a nuclear power. Might want to have a little chin wag with Egypt because the Egyptians came and bought much of that grain back in uh, in March. Uh, but, but anyway, immediately the grain uh, grain futures, the prices have gone down because they're they're simply assuming that the the new the grain deal being signed, I guess right now, where with the UN that the Russians are going to agree to take down their grain blockade <clears throat> so that ships can take grain away from Odessa where the elevators are absolutely full and they'll clear the mines they're saying that the Ukrainians will uh, that the Turkish navy will escort grain ships through the Bosporus and Dardanelles they'll also search the ships to ensure uh, to the Russians that empty ships are not bringing weapons into Odessa uh, or, you know, whatever. Zelensky and his his cabal of Jewish Nazi cocaine werewolves are not escaping or something. But anyway, now that the, they, that the thinking is that the ink is drying and the spigot is turned back on, uh, grain prices have gone down. Well, fentanyl prices are going to go up in Marysville, and I'll, uh, I'll tell you why. It's because the federal government raided a two-person pill mill there in uh, very early, the, around this time yesterday morning in Marysville. Flashbangs, armored cars, DEA, come on out, and uh, a pill press machine. Yeah, it's right, Mary. Well, last we checked, crews are still here. Keep Not in mind, Mary. this all started at about 6 o'clock in the morning, and one neighbor we spoke would say since he's lived here, he had no clue. He was living next to a drug lab and always felt safe in this neighborhood. A breakup of an illegal fentanyl lab caught on a neighbor's security camera. Early Thursday morning, federal agents swarmed this Marysville neighborhood, arresting this man and this woman. I can't believe it was right next door. The footage is from Brandon Bosek's camera. We heard two loud booms. Sounded like, I don't know, flashbangs. And then we, we looked out the window and we saw like what looked like almost a tank pulled up uh, in front of their, their house. He's lived next door since 2018 and never knew his home was next to a drug lab. It's crazy that it happened. Yeah, I had no idea. Bosek says he's never spoken to the neighbors, doesn't know much about them. What were the conversations like that you had with them, though? I had almost zero. It was just high. Documents from the U.S. So, so he moved there in 2018. The, the drug lab may have been in that neighborhood for uh, a, a while. But as, as far as he knows, he, he moved there four years ago. May, may have been there for a long time. I had almost zero. This is high. Documents from the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Washington identify the two as Jose Eduardo Garnica and Lauren Molina Wilson. A spokesperson for the department says they've been on law enforcement's radar since June when federal agents inspected a package shipped from China to Garnica's address labeled furniture parts. Turns out it was actually for materials used to make fake oxycodone pills. Uh? Burr? Um, yeah, you heard that. You know, I've been talking about money laundering and fentanyl being shipped from from the Chinese factories where the Chinese government is is running fentanyl manufacturing, both the precursors and completed pills um, and smuggling them with very little effort into Canada, where they're uh, sold to cartels. The money's laundered through B.C. government casinos. OK, there's all that. But then, because crime, crime finds a way, how about that deal? They show the package. 
it, it, so it's labeled furniture parts, a big package from China, mailed directly to these people in Marysville. Well, thanks, China. Thanks for the China cough. Thanks for the fentanyl. And so DEA is on the end. So these people, by the way, had a pill press. So they're they're mixing the precursor chemicals um, into fake oxycodone, uh, which is then smoked, injected, you know, whatever. Um, and 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 this, I I, I I sort of buried the lead on this. I mean, this is a typical North King County, South Snohomish County, you know, Mill Creek, uh, Marysville cul-de-sac community. You know, this this is that. Eighth of an acre, fenced yard, two stories, you know, the Tollisons are across the street, and McGillicuddy's are over there, and the McFentanyls are there, but they never talk to anyone. It's a very, very, you, you would absolutely know this neighborhood. And maybe that's part of the deal. Maybe that's how you get away with it for so long, is you hide in plain sight. Very impressive they got away with that for that long. At least four years. And there were no suspicions whatsoever. Evidently not. I mean, <clears throat> you know, uh, they got the court papers. I, I'd be interested in seeing these uh, uh, also. I, I just, I failed to believe that back in June, you know, Miss, Mr. Garisa or Garika said, ah, you know, work isn't panning out the way I thought it would. I think I'll mail to China for some fentanyl precursors and uh, you you go get the pill press I'll go get uh, that. And by the way, uh, 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 there's, uh, there's counterfeit pill presses. Um, they're controlled pretty pretty hard. You, you don't just like go to go online and say, I want a pill press uh, for Sudafed. You just go to your neighborhood garage sale and find one? Yeah. Um, oh, look, oxycodone. Let's get that one. And, and it, you know, so, so if DEA in their court documents said that since June, but they've been there, the the guy, Brandon, with the ring doorbell, let's go, Brandon, uh, they, he um, he moved there in 2018. So I, I don't know how, you know, I, I, I would like to think that this is one of those choke points like catalytic converter theft and gun violence where a handful of people are doing the majority of it. So that would be really neat. If if the feds did this, and and you know, and part of the deal here is King County, uh, Marysville police, they don't have access to incoming mail. You know, this this is a DEA gig. The, a package comes in from China, and you know, Mister Spiffy, the drug smelling uh, beagle, uh, hits on it. And uh, you know, and the, by the way, it's only a great fool that thinks that the feds are stupid. You know, I'm. I'm assuming we're going to be seeing other very similar uh, arrests v- very soon uh, in the area because, you know, if, if one guy drops off uh, the radar, the rest of them just ghost and, and off they go. But uh, anyway, uh, back in a second with know-it-all and we'll uh, complete the story. It, but uh, yeah, ma- mailed directly to the house from China. So um, isn't that a thing? Uh, dig a few of that picture. Back in a second, let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. First thing. AM 770-KTGH. It is Smell the Barn Friday. Brian Suits here. Producer Greg on vacation. I'm on vacation next week. So this is the last uh, know-it-all for a while. Um, let, let's complete this. This Because there, there's some more thoughts about this. Because this is so breaking bad. 
uh, fentanyl manufacturing couple busted by the feds uh, yesterday in Marysville, uh, Como TV's Mo Hyder. Uh, getting some of the court documents. I had no idea. Bosek says he's never spoken to the neighbors, doesn't know much about them. What were the conversations like that you had with them? I had almost zero. It was just high. Documents from the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Washington identify the two as Jose Eduardo Garnica and Lauren Molina Wilson. A spokesperson for the department says they've been on law enforcement's radar since June when federal agents inspected a package shipped from China to Garnica's address labeled furniture parts. Turns out it was actually for materials used to make fake oxycodone pills. As the investigation went on, they say numerous unusual cash transactions and 11 firearm per purchases by the pair in a three-month span in 2020 was uncovered. With a search warrant, agents found this pill press in the garage being used as a drug lab. It sounds like a bad movie. Thank you for that drop, by the way. It's my new favorite drop. Sounds like a bad movie. Well, okay, so so a, a, a couple things that, you know, maybe is, is not the purview of the journalist on the scene, you know, with the story. But uh, keep in mind, in this neighborhood, they're not ripping around in like fully chrome Land Rovers. There's not shootouts. There's not 3 a.m. Uh, noise complaints. Uh, none of that. This is absolutely under the radar. This couple are completely, absolutely doing this for a living. And and why can we deduce this? Well, because it's, it was an absolute surprise to everybody in the neighborhood. Um, and so, you know, if you're making, if you're getting the precursor ingredients from the China, then, um, and then you're you're pressing the pills. Well, so you're you're driving big bags of fake oxycodone to wherever, and then you're selling it to the dude, and then the dude sells it, and then oh by the way, because you're a clean skin, you're buying firearms, because um, uh, well, wild stab. Um, the guy doesn't, if he's legally purchasing firearms and DEA has access to those records from 2020, then he doesn't have any prior felonies. So this, this guy, either his name, uh, his entire ID, uh, is, uh, uh, a legend, um, uh, or whatever, but this, this is your neighbor in suburban King County, Snohomish County, your neighbor and his apparent wife. Um, and whatever cover story he went, Oh, I'm a realtor. You know, do you have a card? What? Is that a thing? No. No, I'm a word-of-mouth realtor. That's what I am. Yeah, I just, I'm really, really good. But you have to know me and then pass on my information. That's how that works. So so, um, I, I, I rather get the feeling that this is not a hobby and, and that uh, I bet you when they searched the house, they couldn't find hide nor hair of any of the 11 firearms he purchased in uh, 2020. Just that's my spidey sense. That's just my my trick knee. I haven't been right since the squirrel bit me. But um, that that is that's pretty damn ominous, you know. And I, and again, by the way, <clears throat> if you're unaware of this, the, the DEA doesn't do hard knock raids at six a.m. on a Thursday f- for a local pot dealer or illegal grow in a, in a garage. Or, or your neighbor kids blowing up the garage because they're trying to make hash oil out of butane in a plastic bottle, which totally doesn't work. And that's a quick way. If your neighbor's houses go up uh, unexpectedly, it's because their son was trying to 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 emulate YouTube and and make his own hash oil. And so uh, you're welcome. 
but but this, you know, I I think this is the tip of an iceberg. I think I I think this is a, a way uh, way bigger story. Um, that that would lead us to thing two. Second thing. Uh, second thing. Uh, with uh, Seattle now, apparently yesterday at the uh, the South Seattle South Fourth Avenue Costco, at right after opening around ten fifteen a.m., there was an apparent road rage incident, and a sixty five year old man was shot by a thirty uh, eight year old man who stayed around. Uh, we're still uh, still trying to figure out what went on here. A homicide, yes, it is, uh, but was it a uh, a murder? Here's uh, Como with a little more. And a sixty eight year old man is dead after an apparent road rage incident in Seattle's Soto neighborhood this morning, right outside of Costco. It happened along Fourth Avenue South. Investigators found the victim and the suspect had some kind of confrontation that escalated into a shooting. The thirty eight year old suspect called nine one one stayed at the scene to talk with police. Officers did arrest him and confiscate his gun. Detectives are still investigating. So we'll find out a little more uh, about that perhaps uh, today. And then when I'm done with vacation, uh, you'll hear about it. Uh, Third thing. Third thing. The uh, final episode of the first season of the Donald Trump uh, Liz Cheney rom-com was last night, and this the the leads in this were uh, Representative Adam Kinzinger uh, and uh, Congressperson Luria, both of the military veterans, and they were laying out the case um, to fill in the 187 minutes when from from the first Capitol police call to when the president released the video saying, uh, go home, empty out the Capitol and the whole thing. And they they were laying it out as a case of dereliction of duty, that everybody in his staff was telling him, say something, tweet something, anything. They showed uh, the wacky gag reel of outtakes of, of the video that he finally released. But they, they were laying out a case for something that's not illegal for civilians, and and that that's what was really weird to me. I, I maybe maybe we'll we'll play some clips, but you, you know you can't watch any cable news today without having them jammed down your throat. So, um, but uh, that was just odd to me because yeah, the president of the United States is the commander in chief and the head of the military, but he's a civilian and dereliction of duty. Um, is is a UCMJ? It is a court martial offense, Uniform Code of Military Justice, and I don't know. I forgot what article it is because I would never know. Um, but but they were laying out that you know, did the president have a duty uh, to stop that stuff? And you know, and, and with, with sort of with the assumption, well, he caused it, so why didn't he stop it? And and it's sort of the the confluence of of power and authority. And with responsibility. So, you know, it's up to you to make up your own mind. It, it, it's funny that for, for a lot of uh, journals that don't know how the National Guard works, um, and even if, even if you're in the National Guard and you know how the National Guard works, D.C. is a different animal. It's a completely different animal because D.C. has no governor. Uh, National Guards are in states and territories of the United States. They all have governors. The National Guard normally works for the governor. Well, D.C. doesn't have a governor. Who who calls up the National Guard? Not Nancy Pelosi. Certainly not Mike Pence. Who's, who's above him? So, um, anyway. Uh, when uh, we come back, the, the latest out of uh, Ukraine, there's this uh, grain deal, but also the Russians are quietly sort of admitting that they're running out of dudes. 
Um, and who are the golden billion on the face of the earth? Because Russia's coming for you. Are, are you a member of the golden billion? Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. Note to self. Self, get that drop. Uh, Amson, 70K, TTH, Brian Suits here. Uh, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Victoria Taft uh, filling in for me uh, next week. I'm on vacation next week. Uh, Greg, producer Greg, skived off uh, yesterday early. Um, and uh, so a Ukraine update. What's your, uh, Brady, who's your favorite Bond? James Bond. I mean, I, Daniel Craig, I would say that's the more my time style. I, 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 a lot of people don't like him because he's a little ruthless. I love that. You gotta be ruthless. If you're going to be a spy secret agent, you can't be nice about it. Yeah. I mean, I, Daniel Craig ultimately, yeah, even more than Sean Connery, um, is, uh, is my favorite. Cause if you know anything about the history of the MI6 of the British secret, uh, intelligence service, ruthless is, is the middle name. Don't you know? So, but who who does 007 answer to? Remember the the, the who you know all the double ots answer to somebody with one letter. I, M M. That's right. Yeah, I haven't seen a Bond movie in forever. I know. How, did, did you see the uh, the latest one? Where I, I I don't know. Spoiler, but I don't. I haven't seen the newest one. No, he croaks. Here, uh, here's a little bit of Judy Dench's M. The shower might be in order. I'll go home and change. Oh, we've sold your flat. Put your things into storage. Standard procedure on the death of an unmarried employee with no next of kin. Ouch, M. Um. So, uh, so, so. Anyway, the. Uh, uh, Ian, Ian Fleming, who was a very secret squirrel in World War II, that that much is true. His older brother was a super secret squirrel. Um, he he really softened up everything, and, and 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 he 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 made it a lot sexier than it really was, uh, because he you know as he was writing the James Bonds from the Caribbean, uh, he you know he didn't want to get as 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 brutal as the Secret War really was in World War Two. And but one thing he got right was that um, the the head of MI6, it's a tradition that the head of MI6, because he's at the Aspen, whatchamacallit, festival, the Aspen Security Forum right now. Uh, and it's not, turns out it's not Judy Dench. But the, the, the first head of the MI6 uh, was Mansfield Smith Cumming, of course, is siphonated. And he used to sign his memos with green ink with just the letter C. Um, and so so that's why Fleming made his head of MI6 um, uh, M, uh, who and the real head of MI6 in World War II was a absolute S, as according to people that 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 worked with him and, and around him, a, a complete scumbag. Well, anyway, the head of MI6 right now is in Colorado, and his name is M. His name is Richard Moore. Um, we know this because it's no longer a state secret and and all this. So he really is M. The other reason we know it is because when he was named the head of MI6. 
his wife posted it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, good news, everyone. Dickie is the head of MI6 now. Uh, anyway, he was at the Aspen Security Forum uh, yesterday. The chief of Britain's intelligence service said that Russia's military campaign in Ukraine uh, was likely about to, quote, run out of steam, close quote, in the coming weeks amid shortages of material and men. Uh, quote, they will have to pause in some way. Uh, da, 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 and a conservative, a conservative estimate, estimate is that they've lost 15,000 killed in action and over 40,000 wounded, not heading back to the battlefield any anytime soon. And by the way, for the record, <clears throat> um, in, in relying on um, the United States versus the UK on intelligence about inside the Kremlin, I'm going with the UK. They, they just have a better track record of not having a record. Um, we have a great track record of, you know, people being grabbed and arrested. And and uh, I, I happen to think Brittany Griner was being planted. I think she is secretly a CIA. Wouldn't that blow you away? I mean, it'd be the perfect cover. It's too high profile of a background to be considered a covert agent. but would Hiding in plain sight. Oh, yeah, except now you're hiding in jail. Like the McFentanyls. Yeah, you're hiding in plain sight. You're okay, sure. You look like a freakishly tall, tatted up alternative lifestyle uh, center for the Ekaterinburg dragons or whatever they are. <clears throat> but um, no, she, I bet her watch does 10 things um, and, and all that. But so anyway, he's he's pointing to something that's going on in, in Russia right now. And, and it's just the inescapable weight of the logistics of going to war. And uh, Putin's trying to outsource uh, with uh, Chechens and people from the Far East in Siberia, Buryats, the descendants of, of Mongols, etc. And he's, he's having them do a lot of the assaults. They have a, there's a heavy toll being paid by because the Russians draft regionally. There's a heavy, heavy toll being paid by families in, in the Siberia from, from the, <clears throat> the uh, Central Asian Republic's uh, uh, east. Reports are, and here's how these reports come out, reports are they're going to prisons. They're, they're doing exactly what Stalin did when they were they were at an operational period in World War II where Stalin said, God, we're losing too many good men. You know, uh, can we do someone, something else for a first wave? And his head of, of intelligence, a really horrible human being, said, well, we have these guys in prison, both political prisoners and actual scumbags. Um, let's have them start off all the assaults. And Stalin said, brilliant. And so, so they did. And this is, and he didn't think of it. The czars thought of that. And so it's a Russian tradition. So now they're going to prisons. They're asking young men, wouldn't it be fun to get out of here? We'll commute your sentence if you put on the gray coat right now. But here's how we know about it. Because... They're saying, because a lot of these guys, you know, they're hearing the truth about this, uh, you know, fairly wasteful war. And they're saying, yeah, I've only got a year left, so no. And they're going, well, yeah, but you used to be a paratrooper. And we'll give you a week at home. We'll parole you. You'll get out. You'll get back in uniform, but you get a week at home. Well, they're they're welching on that deal. And so that's how we're finding out, because these guys are getting out. They're getting a phone. They're saying, hey, I'm going to come home to, you know, uh, St. Petersburg for a week uh, because they've commuted my murder sentence or, or whatever. And then they're saying, no, you're going right to the front because you're already trained. You were in the army four years ago. You still got to remember how to do that stuff and drive a tank off you go. So they're, they're, they're leaking it on social media. 
And and so that's that's you talk about a canary in the coal mine. You know, when you're going when you're emptying prisons uh, for for your replacements, that's a pretty bad scene. And but this is this is the last thing that the Russians will ever complain about because and this is really impossible for Americans to understand. But Russia, if you scratch the surface a little bit, it's a cult of suffering. It's a cult of us against the world. Of course, we have to take prisoners. And when they, they, go, they, they go to their death with a smile on their face, in fact, taking back Ukraine from the Jewish Nazi cocaine werewolves. Uh, anyway, that's your Ukraine update. And that's the identity of the, uh, the head of the British uh, MI6, Richard Moore. Um, all right. Back in a second. Uh, his. Who is the. Uh, I bet his, who, who do you think his favorite Bond is? Probably Roger Moore, right? Who's who? Yes. Richard Moore. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's got the last name Moore, you, you know what would it. make my brain explode is if he was the son of Roger Moore. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> It'd be the S. Uh, if M were the S. Uh, all right. Back in a second. AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right way traffic. The northern lights, except for the clouds and stuff, uh, may be visible last night, except for the clouds and stuff, uh, and tonight. And uh, this is because a solar flare, a slow-moving solar flare, so it's just just under the speed of light uh, or something, is uh, happened on Monday. Uh, Tuesday's show was, thank- was uh, courtesy of a July 15th filament eruption. And coronal mass ejection that made uh, <laughs> direct grow. I don't want another coronal mass ejection. It's the China cough. Uh, made a direct hit to Earth, triggering aurora borealis displays over Washington and other areas with the northern lights. Blah, 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 blah. Science, 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 science. Um, and best time to view them, if it's clear and not covered in clouds and crap where you are, uh, it's going to be after 10 p.m., uh, and there, if you can get away from the light bubble of, of Seattle, uh, you can take some some lovely, lovely uh, uh, pictures. I think it's it's kind of it, it, a lot of people have never. I mean, you're, you're you're in prime aurora borealis territory here. Uh, let's go to Brady. Have you ever seen the Northern Lights outside of a picture? No, really. Uh, unfortunately, no. Um. Uh, yeah, it does. It does help to get away from the uh, the ambient light, the noise, the, the light pollution of, of Seattle. Uh, out on the peninsula, it, it was it was really common because uh, there's there's no electricity out there, and so it was it was very common. And uh, if you're far enough away, and I'm I am not making this up. Ask anyone from from Alaska uh, or to Canada if you're in, in a quiet enough place. The, the aurora with the right conditions it makes a noise it makes a low really low roar and and it sounds like water against the hull of a boat or something like that but really really low but uh anyway um that's it was it's transcendent brew but you can possibly see that if there's uh 
Nah, no clouds uh, tonight. It's uh, the whatever. It's the particles of the solar winds of the thing in the magnetosphere and uh, the whole thing. That's that's if you believe this wacky theory that uh, the Earth's climate and and the atmosphere is affected by the sun. Everyone knows it's by white men in SUVs. So uh, anyway, <clears throat> um, but then again, we're the core of the golden billion. I, I never I never paid this off. What's the golden billion? Uh, there, there's a theory, and and it's it's it, it's fringy. It's it's so fringy. It's not even American. Has anyone ever heard of the book? As the Soviet Union was collapsing around them, some some people were were you know picking up the bricks. Others were rearranging the deck chairs on the Titansky, um, and and the whole thing. Well, uh, a philosopher, scientist. By the name of uh, Sergei Karamurza, wrote a book. As as society, rem- and remember, they're on their third generation of Soviet citizen. It's all fallen apart in 1990. <clears throat> um, and this book comes out. The plot of world government, Russia and the Golden Billion, comes out. And this 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 is what's nuts. It, it's like it's like if if you went to Russia and said, "Boy, Catcher in the Rye was a great book." And they would just look at you and say, "I what's baseball? What? Um, same, same thing. The book theorizes that the Earth only has enough capacity for one billion wealthy people. And if you're not part of that golden billion, you're, they're going to treat you like a slave to work for them. And that's that. And they bought it. I mean, they literally bought the book and they read it and they internalized it, you know, and, and the whole thing. And remember, as the whole crap show falls around them, a certain lieutenant colonel in the KGB is suddenly out of work, and he's driving a cab, and he's working out shirtless, um, and he's wondering where is why his hair is thinning, and the whole thing. And uh, that that up and comer was Vladimir Putin. He he bought it. He buys it. They use the phrase on TV every single night. This is nothing new. They've been doing it for decades. Um, and, and it feeds into the, the myth that the entire world, it takes the entire world to keep Russia down. That's what it is. And, but, this, but this time Russia's coming for the golden billion uh, because they're, they're saying it out loud. And this is, anyway, so now, now you know what, what that means. It, but, but that really is a thing. Uh, so you are, if you're an American or if you came here illegally or whatever, if you're physically in North America, you're a golden billionaire. I, I know. Where Where is it? Well, check your account balance. You're in the golden billion. Uh, so we were doing the math yesterday. Uh, a a homicide, a, um, a a human being took another human being's life uh, at Costco. Uh, it was evidently road rage culminating in uh, handgun homicide. Police, the guy called nine one one himself, the the and, and surrendered his weapon. He was arrested. We'll we'll learn more about it. But it was the, by my count, on the SPD blotter, it was the twenty sixth homicide in Seattle in two thousand twenty two, um, and we're we're currently just above pace to, to beat 2021 in overdose deaths. That's a different deal. Even though somebody sold someone else a drug that they know to be poison and they, they killed them, but we don't call it homicides. Um, and you've heard me document that Tacoma is going to wind up being more homicidey than Seattle. 
uh, so so there's that. But let me tell you about Little Town to the South, everybody. They they call it PDX. That's the insider's term. And if you look at your if you if you change planes in in Portland. Uh, the tag says PDX, and so that's the cool thing in Portland is to call it uh, PDX. Homicides in PDX, twice as many as Seattle. Yes, Portland's uh, smaller by, by nearly 200,000, um, but uh, try 52 homicide deaths in 2022 already. Um, yes, it is well on on, uh, on course to beat last last year in 2021, 92 killings. That was a record. It's going to break it this year. Just as we are probably going to break last year's homicide record uh, here in Seattle. <clears throat> um, so let's see, Seattle, Tacoma, Portland. Uh, and then meanwhile, in Minneapolis, perhaps you've heard of it, maybe uh, two years ago, um, someone with a cheesecake, no, no, no idea where they got that. What do these those four cities that that I named, but in in order of merit, I'm going to say Minneapolis, Seattle, Chaz, uh, and then uh, Portland PDX Federal Building Siege. Okay, they all defunded their police. They're they were all led by blithering morons, um, uh, who who decided that to make the crowd calm down for their mostly peaceful protests, they would. They would do what they're doing. They would blame the police, put the blame on police, um, it, erase their text and phone messages, <clears throat> uh, the, especially um, Mayor Durkin to Chief Best, you know, et cetera. What do they all have in common? They defunded police. They demonized police, uh, et cetera. But Portland, the state of Oregon basically said, hold my craft IPA. We're going to legalize drugs. So that's why Portland now doubles up, leads leads Seattle by twice as many homicides in July of 22. It's a smaller town on the West Coast, smaller town with more homicides than, than Tacoma, smaller, smaller town than Seattle, twice as many homicides. So where'd you get that cheesecake? That's all I know. You see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that, but... Total mystery. We'll have team coverage coming up here in uh, just a second. <clears throat> uh, AM 770 KTTH 830. We're going to check your text 800-465-8770. 800-465-8770. Uh, it's smelling the barn Friday. AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic.